Hello, everybody. What up, what up? Word. What's going on, Kendo? Oh, just happy to be here. <sighs> Another day in paradise. Another night. Another, Another evening. Another night in the basement of Brady Crane. It's, you know, it's, it's the way we like it, really. Where else would we rather <sighs> be? You know, it's home sleeping. Probably. Yeah. I Waste guess. of time. I got some Netflix I could be watching right now. What would you be watching on Netflix? Oh, I watched a good one last night. What? There's a show called Rose Island. Have what? you seen that on no. Netflix? Okay, it kind of sucks because it's all in Italian. So you got <laughs> you got to read subtitles. Well, that's pretty good though because at late at night, all you're gonna do is read TV anyway. That's all I can do when I watch when I watch Netflix with Casey. <laughs> She She's gets asleep. so mad if it's loud. And so literally, it's like on volume like three, and I read it. I feel your pain. I've been there. I do it all the time. But she, this this is a pretty good show. What was it's, it, Rose? It, Rose Island. So real quick, just, just it, I'm not going to ruin the, the movie, but it's it's based on a true story of this guy in Italy that he wanted to create his own island. Kind of be like full a, of roses. No, no, no. His oh. last name, I think his last name was Rose or something oh, okay, like that. okay, okay. So he went out in the ocean, like out in international waters. Okay. Like six miles off the coast. And he was this engineer guy. And of course. He, he designed like these pylons that you could, like he, he'd float them out there like these steel tubes. Uh-huh. that would float, right? And then he'd open up an end of them and let them fill with water. And they'd sink. And that became kind of the base of this structure. He created like a platform. You seen like those oil oil rig yep. platforms? Yep, yep. He basically created like this platform that was like, I can't remember how big it was. It wasn't huge. I mean, it was like the size of, I don't know, like a quarter acre maybe. So pretty big. But he went, <laughs> yes, this like in the like in the sixties, and he went and built this little private island and made it his own. Like he he had passports. Like it was a, it was his own nation. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm serious. And they got like, <laughs> they got so out of hand that like Italy kind of, well, I'm not going to ruin it for you. You have to, you have to watch yeah. to see how it is, but it, it, it's pretty nuts, man. Pretty good show. Rose it, Island. Rose Island. Okay. Okay. Um, if, but you, if you're no good at reading, you're not going to understand much. <laughs> <laughs> you got to read quick. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, I was watching, uh, uh, the Halloween show with the sisters. Whatever that, Hocus oh, Pocus 2 or whatever. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> that was a pretty good story. What it was, it was set up in about the year 1927. <laughs> Three. Three oh, witches come back to life when a virgin blows on this candle, I guess. Was or it, lights a candle. Was, was it as good as the first one? Because I've never even watched the first one all the way through. I'm trying to think. I, I, I don't know. You can say Probably no. not because it's ne- the second one's never as good as the first one, right? But I also didn't. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty cheesy movie. I didn't it's, really. Yeah, it's I, not like I've ever really loved the first one either. There's but. there's very few movies that if they do a sequel that it's as good. Although Top Gun, yeah. Did you watch Top Gun? Yeah, I did watch Top Gun. Oh my gosh, man! That's yeah. probably, honestly that's probably one of the best movies I've seen in the last ten years. Yeah, that was good. I tried. I. Well, I've been. Try- I don't know if you noticed, but I haven't shaved for about three months. I still can't get this mustache to you look go. Baby, baby face, sir. <laughs> I got a little dirt under my lip. I'm trying to go for the Top Gun look, but unfortunately, <laughs> the facial hair just isn't isn't my forte. It's never been your thing. No, and and my face is too fat for the Top Gun glasses. <laughs> 
the uh, aviator glasses I can't pull off. Oh, that movie was so good, though. I don't know. If but I listened to the that song. Of, I don't know if you've been told. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on the beach, like, dancing with my shirt off. I don't know if you've been Yeah, they, told. they have that one song in it where they're all, like, playing football on the beach, like, and they're yeah. all, like... These ripped bodies, you know, yep. out there frolicking with one another. That's the best thing. Like, like, what? Where does that really happening? That's the funny thing. Like, bunch we of, talked, bunch we of males about, out there, like tossing a tossing a pig. When we were in Newport, Woo! when we were in Newport, we could have recreated and had the the oh. best, like, bunch of fat guys like us out there recreating this <laughs> Top Gun scene. We should we should have done it. Would have been perfect. And let's be honest, like. I feel like they might would have used our scene. <laughs> it would have been good. We'd been tossed around the old pigskin. <laughs> I don't know if you've been told. <laughs> oh my goodness! Ay ay ay. So so I think it's important to note that I was just saying, like on on Amazon, our podcast is categorized as a comedy. Yeah. But after the last episode. I think they're going to change it to a drama. <laughs> I've decided maybe we ought to start scripting some of the things that Kendon says because I, 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 I guess... can't go off script, man. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get. In, I've got. I got a lot of. I got some slack. I know. Okay. I knew. I knew I was gonna get it. I said that. But I, mean, I got. I got reel this in because, um, I like. I this is probably like the first one that I was like. I, I was actually up the mountain, so I was up the mountain on the elk hunt. And I was had a little like some service from my phone. I hot spotted it, and I uploaded this part two. But I didn't even like listen to part two. Like I'm just like, oh, I'll put the intro music because my wife and you are always like, what's taking so long to get this thing up? Like, why don't you upload it? But most of the time, I'll kind of like listen through it just to see, make sure everything sounds really good. But this last one, I was like, oh, it's part two. I'm just gonna post it. Like I did just a little editing on the front to make the music okay. Right. And then boom, posted it. Next thing I know, I get a text from my mom and it's like <laughs> she said, Hold on, I'm actually gonna pull it up because <laughs> when you upset Mama Crane, <laughs> like you've done something wrong. Yeah, you have. And oh I go I'm because apparently she started listening to it and it was like how were you? How, I didn't even know I said this. Hold on, where, where is it? Okay, okay. She she texted me and she said, "School teacher!" Exclamation point. Yes, you're going to get beat up. <laughs> like they don't like they don't have a life. They take work home. Where is the call in button? Question mark. She's like, <laughs> she's wanting to chew on me. I could tell by the text. And then she says, "Huh." How were you raised? Question mark. <laughs> oh, like, that's, again. A, that's the funny thing. Ironic thing is, how were you raised? Uh, yeah, well, Your dad my, was my a dad's teacher. A, my dad's a teacher. <laughs> my mom is now like she teaches. She works in the the on all the iPads and stuff. And well, I my think wife's a teacher. Your wife's a teacher. I guess. Uh, I guess for the most part, though. My wife's like, I think the problem is, is lots of times people don't realize. Like, you never say just kidding. And I was like, nah, I guess I just assume people know for the most part, like, I'm full of crap. Like, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm always joking. 99% of the time, please don't take me serious because I shoot, we call the podcast Shooting the Bull for a reason because, like, 
I shoot a lot of bull, you know, and uh, you put your right. muck boots on because a lot of what I'm saying, you got to wade through, you know. Right. And I don't think it – listen, if you're a school teacher, we know. We love you. As school teachers have it you. really rough. And I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking – it was you that made the comment. It wasn't even me. So I, you should be apologetic here. Not, I got my own things I need to, I need to clear up, but that was, uh, that was on you, man. I, I messed up. My bad. My bad, people. Uh, we know – we love our school teachers. We appreciate you guys. You guys do good work. I just wish I got off at 2 o'clock when you guys did. <laughs> 2 o'clock. I'm just kidding. Totally kidding. See, I said just kidding, so that should be better. That should be better. That should be better. Yeah, they deal with a lot. The school teachers, they – and I, I'm one of those firmly believe they don't get compensated enough for their efforts. Yeah. Well, compensated or not, they uh, they they have a important job, and we appreciate them. Yes. Um, yeah. We should probably move on past that. We love our school teachers. Yeah, yeah. Just know ninety 99.9% of what I say is uh, probably a big pile of baloney. Yep. So, uh, yep, that, that, that's the truest thing you've ever said. Yeah. And, the, <laughs> and I guess my wife was like, we have cousins, you have cousins, they all live in the city. They have better things to do than just... Um, play sports after school and i said like what and she says well golf and i was like that's a sport (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i I, I love i love my city folk hey i love city folk i love it because then they, they come down i could like go hunting with them and like everything that we're doing is like amazing Right to them, but like you take me up there, I'm gonna be out of place. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's like I'm not. I don't hate on you. I love it. I think it's awesome. I love right. city folk. Well, uh, and you can call me a hillbilly all that, day that's long. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm good with that. Listen, if you're gonna, don't be offended by anything we say here, okay? Yeah. And if you are, it's your own decision to be offended. It is. Just it don't. Is. Just don't. Because we're just and it's just our opinions. And, I mean, yeah. that's all. That's all it is. And 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 some of our opinions are uneducated and they're stupid. Yeah. And how many times does my opinion change? All the time. So you know, you know what? That's a good way to be. I mean, you need to be able yeah. to be flexible. I think that's a big problem with. And the, I've had this conversation with Cameron quite a bit. And I'm, I, I'm just a little bit of politics, but and can you guys correct me if I'm wrong. But it seems to me like, and I, this is just coming from my 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 point of view, is that as the being on the right, if you want to call it right and left, right? Yeah. I think we're a little bit more willing to admit our biases that we have biases, and and, and that's a good thing to do, right? Because you can start to once you recognize you have that in yourself, it's easier for probably probably to see the other person's point of view. Yeah. But I don't see. I don't think the the left. Well, it seems I, that they have a bias as much. Well, you know? Here's the thing. like I think it's important for people to realize that opinions can change. And your opinion can change. And as long as you're willing to say, hey, I have an opinion, kind of prove me wrong. And with more information, like if you, if you gain information that changes your opinion, like if you're educated somehow and your opinion changes, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like, But I think we, we as a society kind of go, oh, you said 
at this point in time that this is what you believed. And now all of a sudden you're flopping. And it's like, I'm not necessarily flopping. I'm just saying with the information I had at that time, that was my opinion. Right. However, like I just gained a bunch of information from a def- bunch of different people that m- made me kind of change my opinion on that matter. And you know what? It doesn't even need to make you change your opinion. I think I think as long as we can see other people's point of views and respect sure. their point of views. Sure. I don't I mean you don't have to concede no. to what they're saying and agree with them. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is there's nothing wrong with it no, either. No, no, no. Like not. if your opinion was incorrect, like meaning basically you just kind of were uneducated on whatever the subject was and you had a bat and in your opinion you were you had this opinion and somebody comes around and they actually give some good educated information they know they know more on it they know more on it yeah somebody has some better information and you could be like oh yeah no i see that now you're probably right like and and my and your opinion changes. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And a person that can be that way and that can can change and 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 recognize that and see that 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 person knows more. Yeah. And they change maybe a little bit of their stance. Yeah. That person has all my respect. Yeah. Which is why I love the comments. Like even the, like the comments we had online. Like a couple people made some comments. I love the comments. I love the feedback. I got and we got a lot of it. I got a lot of it. At, yeah. You know, sitting sitting at the soccer game with different people that had heard some of it was was like. You know, blasting it like, whoa. Yeah. Like, you guys were off. Like, I, I was, that was not how I yeah. see accelerated sports. And and I listened. I'm like, I could kind of see what they were saying, you know? Yeah. And then I got other people's perspectives that were, you know, Maybe agreeing. More, yeah. And, and you know, and from some of the people, I didn't think I'd, I'd, I'd I would, I would say that they would agree with me. One of them was a coach. Yeah. The coach is accelerated sports and is heavily involved. And he agreed 100% with, yeah, with what I had said, you know, about things, and he says it's just, you know, it's it's sad. This is a societal norm, but I want my kids to, to be able to play high school sports, and so to do that, this in order to do that, to do. this is what I got. This I got to have them involved, and so if they're going to be involved, I might as well be involved. And yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I see that, and that's great. I agree, and I think it's and and I don't think there's one darn thing wrong with you having a strong opinion either way. Some people might have a super strong opinion that, hey, this is the only way to do it, and this is, like, what I love to do. Outstanding. Somebody else might be on the other side that's like, I won't let my kids touch sports because it's ruining them. Well, I guess that's your opinion. You must have, you know, maybe had a bad experience that this other person didn't have, you know? Yeah. And so it's like everybody, I don't think anybody's wrong in whatever their thought is. I just think people have different experiences. People have different situations. And I think it brings different opportunities to each family, each person. Yeah, you know, and and it, and it shapes your thoughts. It shapes your thoughts and your opinions. So yeah. I thought it was kind of cool, honestly, that we got as much feedback as we did. Some negative, some positive. Like awesome. Yeah, it was all it was all good. Yeah, I I love that. I loved it. Yeah, like uh, I, th- <laughs> you know, I think uh, like. For example, maybe my wife or whatever, she's she gets some of it. She she's a little nervous. I'm like, no, no, it's this this is great. Like it opens up conversation. And my yeah, that, that's the thing. Like both of our wives are kind of these peacemakers. Yeah, and they don't want us. They don't want to get anybody ruffled up or, or yeah, or thinking you know. They just get nervous that people are. And I think for the most part, it's just it's just a conversation opener. You know, like it, it's people now kind of have something to talk about a little bit and. And hey, who knows? Maybe like somebody else heard something that you said that they had never thought of it like that before. 
You know, I don't know. But it's yeah. a, it doesn't hurt to have a conversation. No. Just that's what's needed. Everybody needs to Yeah. If people were more willing to just listen to people. I mean, you hear yeah. it's kind of sounds cliche probably, but you you just need to be Well, and me and you sat here and, and talked about it like you were you were, you were all for uh go ahead and canceling sports, you know, like <laughs> But I mean, we had a conversation. I, I sort of played devil's advocate. Like, I don't know, dude. Like, there's some good things about sports. You know, we had a conversation about it. Yeah. Both sides of the both sides of the whole thing. My kids are heavily in the sports. You know, uh, the funny thing is, your kids are heavily in the sports. I know. <laughs> so I mean, it's like it's all there. In fact, I coach. I, for the first time in my life, I actually am a coach. What are you coaching? I coach flag football for Quay. Five year olds, holy crap, man! I tell you what, <laughs> you want to talk about something that's uh, that's ch- that chasing that's, squirrels and oh my word, like trying to herd cats. It was so funny. A couple of them just want to like lay and just like like tickle each other and, and like roll around and Pick you're like grass and make like, nests. You got to get on this side of the ball. Like you're gonna get called offside. Yeah. Like like get up, stand up, uh, get you got to get their flags. And they're just over there giggling and laughing. And then it's a couple of them are like. Like you can tell, like they got older brothers that play, and they're like they're, they're into it, it, you know. And and then they, a couple of these others never played. I don't think a day in their life. They're just out there having fun. And yeah, oh. yeah the flag football that's fun. Yeah, when they're young like that, it's, <laughs> it is so. So in this league, they make the the coach like me. We're the quarterback. Yeah. Well, most of the kids can't catch. They're so little, you know. And yeah. So you do a lot of running plays with them. Mm-hmm. And so, but what we've practiced, we've been practicing, had a couple of practices and we're practicing, you know, catching the ball and, and we implemented it in the game tonight. And one of the little kids there, oh, he's a cute little kid. Anyway, I said, Hey, like, w- you, you can, uh, think you can catch the ball if I throw it to you? Oh yeah, I can catch it. And so I said, okay, we're going to do a passing play. I'm going to throw it to you. And so he runs out there like five yards and I chuck it. I mean, it was like right in the chest and he missed it. Like just dropped it. Yeah. And, uh. It, like halftime shit comes and I said, "Oh man, no, no, I got intercepted." What happened? Like I got intercepted. The kid intercepted it. And then at halftime, I walk over to Cohen and Cohen's like, "Hey, uh, the, it's his name, Cohen." He says, "Hey, I don't think uh, next time don't don't pass it to me." I said, "Oh, said okay." I said, "That didn't turn out too good." Yeah, that was your fault. He said, "That's what he said." <laughs> that was your fault. <laughs> you really messed that bad, up. Bad quarterback. <laughs> You really messed up, Kenan. <laughs> like, we can't trust you. Listen, bud, maybe maybe you're not meant to throw the ball. That's all I'm saying. We'll do run and play. Let's just do some handoffs because the last one got the other guys in st- touchdown. We're not going to have that. Uh, no, but it's oh, it's funny. fun. It's kind of – it's been hard to find time to do that kind of stuff. I, I have a hard time getting just the time to coach, but yeah. I think it's good to be involved. But you can. Yeah. Yeah, that's I do my best to just whatever my kids want to do, I just try to dive into it, whatever it is. But you're right, just time is not easy to find. Yeah. So it's tough because you do one thing and you lose time somewhere else. You know. Right. Hard to hard to balance it all. Right. But all we all just do the best we can. That's all you can do. Yeah, enough of the sports talk. I don't know. Dude, let's talk beating, hunting. Being a dead dead horse there, yeah. Let's talk hunting. So uh, the elk hunt was just going on. We were just up hunting elk. That was fun, getting in on some elk. Um, deer hunts, 
going on muzzleloader deer hunt. Yep. Hudson has a muzzleloader tag. Yeah, you guys are going to go out tomorrow morning, huh? Yeah, we're going to go out for the first time tomorrow morning now. <laughs> it's been going for a week. Yeah, it's been going for a week, and uh, we just haven't haven't found the time to make it work, you know. Yeah. Had different things going. He's had practices, and so we're going to go out. And What's his standard? Is he just going to shoot the first little buck he sees, or is he going to hold out for something? What, what's he doing? Dude, if we see horns. He's never, his is his first deer hunt, This is right? his first, yeah. If we see antlers, like, I'm going to be that two-point hunter probably out there. Good. I'm I'm not uh you gotta get it you gotta get it instilled in them at a young age. Yeah. You got if if they gotta have fun. Yeah. And that's that's the whole that's part of the reason why we haven't been quite yet is because he's he's big into the football right now and didn't want to miss practices and, and that's fine. I'm glad. Like good for him. Yeah. But like we'll just when, you know, n- now he wants to go, let's go, you know. So we'll yep. go in the morning and we'll make it fun. We'll go pound some pavement. You know what I mean? <laughs> go see if we can <laughs> go see if we can find something in the heated truck. That's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. And then he has a he has a spike tag too, so he's got a spike elk tag. So oh, we'll yeah. probably Saturday go hike around somewhere see if we can run it. You know what we'll probably do is link arms with the other seventeen thousand five hundred people that have tags. Oh yeah, well that just, that spike hunt's kind of taking the place of the rifle deer hunt. What used to be the rifle deer yeah. hunt, everybody. You know, 20, 30 years ago, everybody could go get a deer tag and you'd have yep. these big deer hunting camps. That doesn't happen anymore because, yep. you know, it's so hard to get a deer tag. You got to draw a deer tag. And so the elk hunt now is the thing. Everybody can still buy a tag. Most most everybody, I mean, if you want a tag, you can go buy it. It's getting harder. Tag. It's getting yeah, harder. because they sell out. Yep, they sell out. But, like, that's what my family has done for 30 years is, you know, spike hunt. Yeah. Because you can all, it's a, it's a family event. Yeah. And see, I didn't even draw. I didn't draw a muzzleloader deer tag or nothing. Just Hudson. In fact, I thought. <laughs> funny story. I thought I'd be kind of smart, you know, because I thought if he drew a muzzleloader deer tag, he could hunt all three hunts. And so I was like, oh, most people are going to put in their kid for like the rifle deer hunt, and so it's harder to draw the rifle deer tag. Oh yeah. So I put him in for the muzzleloader deer tag. Thinking that he'd be able to draw that and hunt all three? Yeah, basically. So then he could hunt the rifle. Yeah. Um, that's not how that works at all. You, you, uh, draw, turns, you get what you draw, and that's all you get to hunt, huh? Yeah. If you draw the rifle, he can hunt all three. Oh. So if you draw the rifle tag, then you can hunt all three. Uh, in fact, if you're under But it's harder 16, to draw that. But tag. it's harder to draw that because everybody's putting in for the rifle tag. Right. So I thought, oh, oh, I'm sneaky. I'm smart. I'm going to put him for the muzzleloader. And he drew a muzzleloader. That's all you can hunt. And that's well, all you can hunt. Well, but, the capability of muzzleloaders anymore, I mean, that's as good as a rifle, in my opinion. Yeah, I've got my I've word. got a pretty good. And I didn't draw anything, so it's just going to be him, you know. and I, I, Which is fine, because I don't really care that much. to. I mean, I'd love to shoot a big deer, but I'm not into shooting a small deer. Yeah. Like a... a, a just me myself, like it's like one of those things that you continually want to like shoot a bigger one, or that there's not enough up there for me to be like really feel. And, and it's not like my freezer's low, so right. it's not like I'm out there just for the meat kind of a thing. And I know that's probably contradictory to what everybody wants to hear, but like I, for me, it's I want to shoot a big mature deer, and yeah. those are few and far between. So it's like I'm if I do get a tag, I, I'm probably not going to kill a deer. Because 
there's just not ma- yeah. many mature deer out there. And I'm there. the same way with I'd deer. rather let them live. Right. I'd like to shoot a decent buck. It's hard to find one. It's like, on our unit, it's really tough. Yeah. But when it comes to elk, man, I, I, sh- I spike elk all day, man. I, I yeah. love that spike elk hunting. Yeah, so, and I never really got into the spike elk hunting because it just wasn't part of what we did. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. wasn't our thing. So, but, kind of just like you said, like, if I didn't draw on anything, but, like, I mean, I, I loved elk hunt, and I love actually eating elk. Elk is, re- I love elk. Yeah. And yeah, you're a lot more, you so know. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I'll shoot a spike elk. Oh, it's fun. And I, I will argue that a, to kill a spike, I'd argue that it's actually more of a task than killing a big bull. Wow, you would argue that. I would. I would. You think about it, like the spikes, I mean, they're younger. Theoretically, okay. they're dumber, but like your big bulls. They're out there giving away their their locations every every <laughs> oh, five seconds. Okay, but then you'd have to be more specific about what time of year uh, um, it's uh, easier. So the rifle, you're right, rifle big bull versus say rifle spike. Yeah. Okay. That's what archery I'm archery big bull versus archery spike. Yeah, you're probably because like the archery spike, they're dumber than box rocks too. Yeah. Usually though, during about rifle spike, they're kind of the spike. Everything's slowing down. On the rut, aren't they? Kind yeah. of, and it's sort of the spikes are all kicked out, and it's not as they're harder That's to the find. They're, There's they're, less they're all, of them, right? They're they're kind of all they're not in the herds, the, right? Yeah. So yeah, I could see, I could see. I that. think people get in their minds they're going to go out and find a spike pretty easy, and they find they get out there hunting them, yeah. and they they there's a lot. There's I, I wonder percentage wise, what the success rate is on the on these spike hunts on the on like the Manti unit. I'm sure there's a way to look it up. I would bet that that's less than 20%. Yeah, you're probably right. It's definitely, there's definitely not a ton of them. And maybe that's what it is. There's just not a lot of spikes, but, but, yeah. Boy, Being up the mountain this year, I, I felt like I've seen. Have you? Yeah, I felt like I've seen a fair share of them. But that's how it always is. You see a fair share of them, and then when the hunt comes around, you don't see a dang one, yep. you know? Just like you say, it's, it's, Pretty tough, and the fact is, is like there is a orange on every single ridge, every point, everywhere you look. There's a speck of orange, you know. Hot so. tip for you here: if you uh, are limited on time and you get frustrated with that, go like on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of next week. Yeah, when they're just not there. People are gone. Yeah, are it's gone. like the first weekend. Everybody's out doing it, yep. and then. Midweek next week. Everybody has the weekend off and can go. And sure, it's fun because it's opening day, but and it's a party deal. Everybody's out there with the family and yada yada yada. I, I think we've been as a family probably more successful on those weekdays. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. It's and you you can hate me for saying this, but Sundays are like the Lord blesses you on Sundays to kill an elk. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and just go ahead and let you say that, okay? Because <laughs> I'm gonna have to apologize for that. Now. Yeah, I I don't know what it is, but anytime I hunt on Sunday, like my my wife always hates me for when I hunt on Sunday. Brother Crane saying is you're not supposed to hunt on Sundays. You're not. You so shouldn't. is it, Mama Jan? Mama Jan, maybe will tell that, you no maybe that's the Sunday. problem. Maybe that's what, what that's it is. what lures you in. Yeah, I've been like 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 I I've Same. had good success on Sundays, and so it's like it's like well, 
Might as well keep doing it. It's like winning at blackjack. Yeah, one time. They, you, you come out ahead one time. <laughs> the rest of your life, you're losing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I, no, I, no comment on that one. You go ahead. <laughs> you go ahead and deal with that one. No, everybody's got their own thing or whatever. But I, I'm excited for the spike elk hunt this year just because Hudson will have a rifle. I'll have a rifle. So that'll be cool. Yep. That'll be a lot of fun. New experience, for me at least. I tell you, it's it's uh, I uh, last year was Casey. She uh, she's never cared to hunt anything. They, Casey and Cody got their blue cards last year, and 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 we had an opportunity at Casey to shoot her the first time she ever had an opportunity to shoot at anything. There was a spike elk standing on a hillside. You were there. <laughs> yeah, I was recording it, spotting for us. <laughs> and gosh, we got her within like a few hundred yards, and I'm sitting there. Looking at this spike standing broadside on the hillside, and and she's she she at a certain point she could get that scope, and that's one thing that's hard to teach somebody is to find that where that relief is on that on the scope to be able to yeah. see that image clearly and, and full screen pretty yeah. much. Yeah, so you got to have your head too just, close, too far, and the all the everything gets smaller, big yeah. in there. Yeah, and so she she would have it for a minute, like she was sitting on had on a tripod, the rifle on a tripod, and she was looking through it, and then when the elk finally stepped out to where you know, could be shot nice and open in the open there. Like, she mo- must have moved her head because she couldn't pick it back up. And I'm like, I'm like right behind her, like, okay, you got to shoot. Like, <laughs> shoot now. You're you're getting all antsy. Like, and he's going to go. Like, like, that's a dead spike. Come yeah. on. This is a dead spike. And she can't pick it up. She's like, I can't see him. I can't see him. I'm like, well, you got to shoot. Like, and I'm sitting there putting the pressure on her, and she's getting frustrated. Which like, is making it worse. She's like, what did you do to the scope? What did you do? I'm like, I, I didn't touch the scope, honey. Like, I didn't do anything, but you got to shoot because he's going to be gone. He's going to go over the hill. Right. I'm I'm over on the other side just watching <laughs> through my scope. hitting. I hit record, and I just thought, they've got to have a shot by now. Like, why are they not shooting? Like, I'm just over there with my scope cam just, hmm. No, anytime now. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. And, I, and I'm sure me just be in her ear like, shoot. Shoot, shoot, you gotta shoot, 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 shoot now. Shoot, like, shoot. She, and she got mad. She's like, so finally she just pulls the trigger and misses him. Like, yeah. Okay, well, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see him. I don't know what you did to the scope. I don't know what you did. I, said, I, didn't, I didn't do anything to the scope. Oh, my so God. So I, I, that's one thing I'm kind of nervous about with with Cody because she's uh, she's got a couple of these mentoring tags. We're gonna She's going to be able to shoot a deer and an elk, hopefully. But yeah, it's hard. I, I should have been out practicing more with him this year. I haven't gone out with her as much as I should have, but. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, me neither. I guess me and Hudson haven't really been out and shot anything <laughs> either. But I know they're all sighted in pretty good for me. So <laughs> Get your so, bog pot out and just get them set up. That's what I'm thinking. Just tighten that baby down. Get her to just say, hey, just, all you got to do is lean against that gun, pull the trigger, you know. First deer that Bri- Bri- Briggs is, is nine, and he shot a deer last year. I had a depredation tag, a doe tag. And he shot a deer on a guy's property that up Mount Pleasant, and, and I actually put my phone my phone cam on my on my rifle scope, yeah, yeah. So you could see the crosshair, like you could look at the phone, yep, and line the crosshairs up, pull the trigger, and he and he did he had he had the gun in his hand, and he's looking on the phone like that's hooked to the scope the <laughs> rifle scope, yeah, and lined it up, boom, dropped her. You're like, like hey, that's not a bad idea right there. <laughs> Plus, hit record and you're, yeah, you're and good you to record go. It and so you, yeah, yeah, you have it all right there. Yeah, you had one of those uh, universal ones that uh-huh. screwed on. Yeah, uh-huh. that's that's nice. 
That's nice. Just an idea. I don't know. If, is that? I'm, I'm assuming that's legal. I don't know. I'm going to go with yes, but uh, <laughs> I don't know why it wouldn't be. I don't know either. You, still look, I, you can buy them for your scopes for other things too. Yeah, you ever seen like somebody is blind? Like how they how they have a setup on their gun to shoot? Like I've I've heard of like blind blind people hunting. Do they like fill for the dots? No, no, they have like they have like a they have like a guy like over their shoulder. <laughs> blind guy. Serious? I'm serious. I think they have like these scopes like that that another spotter can actually look through the spot like look through the scope for them. And then just basically and tell adjust them, them like and basically up, say okay up, you're you're up, on it like up. yep pull the trigger ready pull isn't that wild that is wild I th- I'm pretty sure they have that I've heard Cause of that because like, like if you're blind what are you hunting for I don't I would hunt if I was blind you would you bet why wouldn't you because you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> But you can fill, you can fill uh, the horns. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I yeah. I guess anybody can have anybody that wants the experience should be able to have the experience. It's kind of an interesting thought, though. The one that the one to have would be the deaf one, because then you wouldn't have to wear like earmuffs and none of your ears wouldn't get hurt when you shot. But that would be hard, like especially if you're hunting elk or you know you can't hear anything rustling in the trees or you can't yeah. hear a bull bugling. Yeah, you know. Yeah. There could be a bull screaming just 50 yards away, and you go walking through the trees. Not you know, That'd be tough. Yeah. I've told everybody, like, I'm horrible at hunting deer because I just I sound like a bear walking through the woods. You know, I can't be quiet. There's nothing about me that says quiet, you know? Yeah. That's why I like elk hunting. You don't have to be quiet at all. Just sound <laughs> like just sound like you're, you're a lost cow walking through the woods. Meow, 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 meow. Uh, also uh, some good vocals (laughs) 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 like a mule um well we could talk about the marmot oh yeah that how did how did we get into that story yeah we kind of jumped right past the marmot didn't we too involved talking about stupid stuff yeah for those of you uneducated people a marmot is actually a rock chuck as well are they the same thing is that that the scientific name for rock chuck well i don't know i just remember is rock chuck even is that even the let me look google this i just remember an experience of rock chuck being told what a rock chuck really is. The yellow-bellied marmot, also known as the rock chuck, is yeah. a large, stout-bodied ground squirrel in the marmot genus. Dude, for real though, yellow belly? Because that's what I felt like he was. He was chicken. yellow belly. Straight up chicken. Because uh, I was driving over to work in uh, the work truck that the work had just bought for me, uh, which was awesome. And awesome truck. Brand new, well, not brand new, but brand new to me, right? And, right. and coming down the road, and it was on a Sunday, and I was heading, I was heading, I had to grab something from work. I can't remember what it was. I'd forgot something. I think it might have been my laptop. And so me and my wife hop in the truck. We run over, and uh, I get like half a block away from work in Manti there, and all of a sudden my wife's like, "Does it feel like your AC's not quite blown?" as hot, like strong and i'm like you know maybe 
And I come to a yield sign right before work. And all of a sudden, um, I look down and it, a little red light comes on that says, like, uh, service your charging system. I was like, that's weird. So I, I, I pull forward, I pull right into work there, and I kind of just give it a little, you know, you just give it a little gas to see if, like, maybe the belt was slipping or something, like maybe I needed a new belt. or, And all of a sudden I see a little, like, a little smoke or something coming up. I was like, oh, so I, I shut it off. I was like, this that's weird. So I pop the hood. And I'm kind of like, you know how you kind of, like, get in there and kind of feeling around and looking around? And I just, I just, Pop back, and I was like, "You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me!" And my wife's like, "What? What?" And I was like, "No, no! Like this ain't happening! Like no way!" And she was like, "What? What? What?" And I'm like, "I just looked at her and said, there's a marmot. (laughs) (laughs) There's a marmot. There was a rock chuck up under my wheel well, right above my tire." (laughs) <laughs> and my hand ha- w- had to have been like inches away from its face. Like <laughs> all of a sudden, I just catch a glimpse of it. I'm like, well, what I do? I caught a glimpse of like what I thought was fur. I was like, what in the world would that be? Because, and then I just look over to my right a little farther, and there's this little beady red eyes. You know, I'm like, <laughs> marmot. Like, you got to be kidding me! Like, and that's when I backed up and I, I showed her. She's like, you're kidding me! And I was like, no, this ain't no joke. That's a marmot right there. I don't know how it got in there or how long it had even been there. Yeah. But it nibbled off the edge of my serpentine belt, which is my charging system and everything, right? And the AC runs the AC pump, all that stuff. And and it had basically chewed off the edge to where it slipped right off right there. Uh, it had stayed on for so long, but eventually just kind of like slipped yeah. off right there. <laughs> and so I called Kendon and I says, hey, man, like uh, what? I don't even remember what I told you to come over for, like something about my ba- my truck wasn't working. I needed a ride. Yeah, back. you needed you needed me to come get your truck or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then I had then I had Kendon. Kendon comes over in the minivan and. I'm like, yeah, well, check over there. You didn't, yeah, you didn't tell. I me didn't anything tell him anything about, anything about, about it. Yeah, I didn't tell him anything. I was like, oh, I'm. What's going on with your truck? I says, uh, what are you? I don't know. Uh, I'll go in there think. and look and see what you think. I was thinking maybe over there by the fuse box, you know. <laughs> and you're like, well, I don't know. That's a five. What would it be by the fuse box, you know? And and I was like, and you started putting your hand up. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't. <laughs> yeah, I got digging around with my hands. You're gonna let me get bit. <laughs> I was like, I better not. Like, I can't let him get his hands in there. And sure enough, there was a dang rock chuck there. I mean, but it took everything we had to get that. <laughs> we rock. wrestled for that thing for an hour. He ate half of my golf club because I was trying to like kind of poke at it to get it like come out because it had backed its way down into like this little hole, basically in the in the wheel well. Yeah, like right, right, right between your your like the main your driver's cab side of the body tire and, and, your, the, and the steering column like kind of in that corner of the truck it yeah. kind of burrowed in there yeah and that thing was strong and you'd, you'd, you'd stuff shove that shove that golf club. club down there and he'd bite onto it and like wouldn't let go and yeah so i tried to pull it out nope he just lost more rubber on the top of my club you know and so somehow Oh, because then we found a little hole on the bottom side that we could poke at him from the bottom side. Yeah, and then he he, he moved. Then he bolted it back up finally, and he went underneath the truck, not not like to the ground, just like below the motor. Yep. 
and went to the other side, and we poked at him from there. Tried to, I mean, we tried everything to just scare him out. Like, it wasn't even like we were trying to do anything. We just wanted him to leave. And he wouldn't. He wouldn't leave. And Nothing. That's, and that's when I asked you, I said, Crane, go get the welding gloves. Yeah, and luckily I'd Should already grabbed <laughs> I'd already grabbed a pair. I was open. <laughs> I was <laughs> I told my wife to I, she's like, What are you gonna do with those gloves? Like this was before he Kenan even got there. And I was like, Oh, don't worry. Sooner or later later Kenan's gonna want welding gloves. <laughs> like <laughs> He's gonna. I said, I said. I guarantee. Sooner or later, he's gonna want to get a hold of this thing. And I said, so I'll just have him right here. So I set him right by the, just inside the door. And you're like, you got a pair of welding gloves in there? I said, oh yeah, Kenan, I got you. <laughs> I looked at my wife. She's like, you gotta be kidding me. I was like, oh yeah, don't go. Let's go get him. And and I mean, you was trying to grab him, and I'd I'd hit this, and it'd scare him there, and they'd come this way, and we just. Well, at one point, I got a hold of his leg, and I was pulling. Yeah, I, I had a pretty good hold on that whole leg, but and I was pulling that back leg, and it was just like pulling like, no, he he wasn't budging. It'd be like grabbing onto the tire and trying to pull the tire. I could off. not believe how well he could just. He he grab. had a death grip, man. We eventually had to tie like a piece. I found of, a rope, a big a old piece, piece of, rope, of rope, and, and then I could like, thread it up around his whole hind hip. Yep, and then I tugged on him, and then he still. I mean, we, we pretty much for both of us like one. I'm. I'm I'm over there, like, trying to hit his knuckles to kick him with my, like, let go, let go, let go, you and I'm know? Pulling with and the he's rope. pulling with the rope, and I'm like, we're, like, prying at this thing, and it was insane. We finally got it out, but it was like, <laughs> I, I'm, I kid you not, like, I could not believe the holding power that little marmot had, yeah. <laughs> like, just holding on to stay in there. That was insane. Yeah. We got pictures and stuff, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have to throw it up on this episode or something. The <laughs> pictures of the marmot. I couldn't believe Wrestling it. Wrestling the marmot out of the truck, man. That was that was the dumbest thing ever. I couldn't I, believe I'd it. I'd love to have seen the look on your face, though, when you look down there and realize what it was like for the first time. Like, you're in there <laughs> trying to play mechanic, and then all of a sudden you realize that there's <laughs> rock checks in there. I was just so confused. And then when I saw fur, I was like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> um... That's not supposed to have fur right there. And then I was like, yep, that's a marmot. That's a rock chuck marmot. Beaver tooth marmot, you know? I was so, I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. What do you do? What do you do? Well, she, well. Well, we've said our apologies. Yeah. We've yeah, apologized I think to everybody. People, I think people understand. We're all good. I'm good. Yeah. I said at the end, at some point in that podcast, I don't care if I offend people. I, I do. I don't, want, I don't want to make me people mad. No. I, I, I like everybody to be, I like to be, try to be nice, but. I'll bet, I'll bet most people that just know who we are probably know that we don't say much truth. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for. <laughs> if you're looking for like a biography podcast, you need to go somewhere else. <laughs> if you want to, if you want a podcast about some fun-filled adventures and. Some people that have probably some pretty uneducated opinions, then you need to stick around. Yep, Kenan might have some educated opinions, but uh, mine no, are they're not uneducated. educated. They're just, they're just. You got some pretty strong ones. Maybe that's that's probably not a good personality trait to have. I like it. Be so opinionated. Oh, and I'm not. No, I, no, my, my my wife said to me too. Like this is how dumb I am. Uh, we were we made some jokes, I guess. We were making some jokes, and I said, "Yeah, man, like, 
I don't know. I don't know what your wife sees in you either. Like it was like oh, a yeah. joke. Yeah. And I started laughing and she was like, didn't get much chuckles out of Kendon, but like you never said you were just kidding. Like, <laughs> how do you think that made him feel? I was like, man, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. Like God, it was. A, I got. It was, a, it was a joke. I know. Yeah. But, but I could like listening to it again. I was like, oh yeah, that I, was pretty mean, Crane. Yeah, I guess like. But I guess what I'm saying is like, uh, I was probably la- I was probably laughing, staring at you, and I could see in your face you saw that it was a joke. But like. Over the podcast, they don't. I guess they don't catch that. Yeah, that's one of the problems with podcasts. Is you don't you don't see like the visual cues. It's better the the, the podcast form of of media is, I think, better than like the Facebook or the texting. Yeah, and the I mean, you, you get more of a feel for what somebody's truly trying to convey than yeah. than that. But it's still not a. It would be nice perfect. if you had like a if you did like a, the whole YouTube thing on here too, where you could watch the podcast yeah. too. Then you might see a little. But more. most people, ninety percent people, that listen to podcasts. They're not watching they're it. They're not watching it. Yeah, I agree with you. They're just listening. Yeah, I agree. But we say it every time. But we really need to get somebody else on here to talk. I know, I know. Because uh, I think they get sick and tired of hearing me. The next one, we'll have a guest for sure. Right? Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. We'll figure guest. I got. We got a guest. Okay. I got. I got a couple people. If they'll uh, they'll just come through, like uh, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said though, we're getting more mobile, so we should be able to uh, kind of like get out and about a little bit and cool. uh, get to somebody else too. You know, yeah. I think we, we're starting know, to get this thing figured out. Give us feet, some feedback out there, folks. What kind of stuff you want to hear from? Who yeah. you want to hear from? Yeah, or like. I think it. I think it. I think we ought to put it out there. Like, uh, do you guys have somebody you want to hear from? Like that we like, could go I, try like to talk to. We're not going to get like no major celebrities. I mean, we've already done our celebrity, but like local people, you know, yeah. you know who's around. Yeah, they're as they're as awesome as the other ones. I say, I say, we kind of throw it out there. Like, who do you guys think we should go talk to, and then help it, h- hook us up with them? Right. I think that's a great idea. Right. Like I don't need to know who they are. I'd yeah. love to go talk to them though. Yep. I think Sounds that's a good, good idea. Okay, I'm throwing it out there. Give us We're your gonna, feedback, folks. You guys tell us what you think and uh who we should go talk to and we'll see if we can chase them down. I think Sounds that's a great good. idea. That sounds good. All right, amigo. Well okay. we just got this one out there. Needed to tell everybody that we still love them. Apology tour yeah, here. Nice apology tour. Uh and uh just uh give us a break, would you? Mom, I we're like just a couple fat old men just yeah stating our opinions. So don't get flabbergasted at all. I'm trying to keep. keep What's it. funny is uh, my mom should know better. She knows. Well, the people that know us do know better, but there's people that don't that don't know yeah. any better. So we got to make it clear to them that look, my mom. The problem with my mom is is that uh, she spent her whole life trying to like keep me in line. <laughs> So she just knows it's like an impossible task. <laughs> She's been trying so hard for so long. She just is like, Brady, really? Like, you finally grew up to where, like, people don't listen to you or notice you anymore, and I thought I was in the clear, and now you start a podcast, <laughs> and you start making a fool out of yourself again. <laughs> you know uh, what? It's gotta, you got to keep a little edgy. 
Little you, does you she. Gotta, you got to have a little edginess I, to it. I moved to Ephraim, right, away from her, and so she just assumes I was out of trouble. Really, little did she know, like, I've always been a fool, you know. Like, <laughs> I've always been getting myself into trouble. Nah, we love Mama Jen. Sure do. We do. All right, well. Should we sign off on yeah, this one? that's a good one. Save some of the good stuff. We're, we'll have some good elk hunt stories, I'm sure, here oh, yeah. coming up. You'll yeah. have some good stuff. Absolutely. All right, jot down some notes. Okay. Peace out, do. everybody. See ya.